to journal updated the podcast about video games the only one about video games i'm nora i'm joined by molly hi hi uh yeah this is the only podcast about video games i was not listening to one on the way home today <laughs> <laughs> i was not listening to abnormal mapping just moments ago i've heard of that one it's pretty good pretty good um but you know what's better than listening to podcasts about video games? Is it playing video games? It's playing video games. There has That's never right. been a better time <laughs> God, to play video games. There have. There used to be games coming out. So I think objectively games are, games those are times... Coming out. Games are coming out. I don't know <laughs> what to tell true. you. It's not true. It's not true. There's no video games. They're uh, all gone. I'm going to be talking about a video game in just a few minutes uh, that is... Um, there's a video game coming out. Don't worry. Oh, okay. All right. Molly, what games have you played in this, the year of our Lord, 2022, the month of our Lord, September? I am thinking about when we recorded the last episode. It's really been a while, I guess. We recorded the last one a little early, huh? Uh, the last one was Hypnospace. So um, I have played, since then, I played through Immortality. Uh, which I thought was a very cool game. Um, I've I've also uh, learned how to watch movies since the last time we did this podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I've watched a bunch of movies, um, What's which the... I bring up because Immortality is a game about watching scenes from fake movies. I just want to. I don't. We don't. We don't talk about movies here. This is not a movie podcast. But I just want to know what was your favorite movie that you watched the first time in September? Just top of the list. Uh, I th- uh, if it was in September, it was No Country for Old Men. That's okay. I'm not, it's a good fucking movie. Never seen it, barely heard of it. What else did you play? Um, so I played, yeah, so I played Immortality, which I thought was really cool. Um, really fun little twist that happens in that thing. I mean, like, you know something weird is gonna happen because it's the guy who made, uh, Telling Lies and Her Story. Uh, so there's gonna be some weird shit going on from what I from what I hear. I haven't played either of those two games, uh, but since Immortality was on Game Pass, I figured I would give it a shot, uh, and I had a great time. Uh, I thought the people who made that game or the the actors they got for that game uh, were really good. I had, I had a lovely time playing it. I downloaded that three weeks ago. I've not booted yeah. it up. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. Uh, if you get bored, you may as well, but I don't think you will anytime soon, knowing what you're doing right now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I found a new hole. You did. You found you found a very deep new hole for Noir to live in for a little while. Um, I found a new hole, and at the bottom of that hole, I found another hole. Another hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you did. Um... And then, okay, so besides Immortality, uh, I got into Fortnite. Did that happen last time? 
we did this podcast. I started no. playing Fortnite. Um, so I started playing Fortnite because um, I wanted a shooting game I could play by myself. Uh, and I don't like playing Apex solo. And the squad has been burnt out on Apex for a little while now. Um, so I uh, I downloaded Fortnite because they added that zero build mode, uh, mm-hmm. which is the only way I was ever going to interact with it. Um, but the thing that really pushed me over the edge was seeing people doing Kamehameha's on each other <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's some action I could get involved in. Uh, and I did, and it's a pretty good time. I'm actually having a, um, a pretty good time with it. I've been playing uh, a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, yeah. And it's it's just nice. You can just, you know, go home and play some games. This is, like, functionally, it's similar. I could play PUBG. I have that on PC. Um... But uh, that game always made me more anxious than Fortnite does for whatever reason. And maybe I'd be normal about it now. Um, but it's fine. I'm, I'm having a good time. I, uh, I'm, you know, got some, got some battle pass stars that I'm spending on objects. I got the Xenomorph. You got the, oh, did you end up doing it? We didn't yeah, talk about I, it. I got, I got the Xenomorph and I got the, I got the Ripley and I got the little cat carrier backpack. Nice. Uh, and I got cute. the xenomorph tail. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, I saw that in the store, and I didn't even think any uh, about how you were completely and fully alien pilled. Uh, so true. I should have told you immediately, but I didn't think about it. So I'm sorry about that. But I'm glad you saw it on the um, on ornate stairwells. They just covered Dune, uh, the David Lynch film, yes. based on the Frank Herbert novel, uh, and they mention. The canceled Dune project, uh, Jodorowsky, Rowski? I don't know that guy. Uh, that guy um, is Dune. It's like a um, documentary about this uh-huh. failed attempt to adapt Dune. Fun story about that is that all of that effort, when it, when the project fell through, all those uh, those designers and artists, uh, this guy uh, Geiger, this Geiger guy. Uh, they just turned around and made a different space movie, Alien. So yeah, shit. If, if it weren't for that movie completely falling apart, uh, Alien wouldn't have happened, and I would be a lesser person. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Dune. <laughs> thanks, Dune, for being weird and obtuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So I so I've been playing some Fortnite, and currently. It's interesting um, that you say that that's easier to play solo. I think Apex is a lot easier to play solo because I feel like I'm incapable of communicating in Fortnite. Right, but I don't have to have teammates. You don't have to have teammates? No. You could just you could just solo queue and play as one person. What? I didn't know that. This is this is how all of those games work. I thought you had to do it in teams. Because no, 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 no. Because <laughs> you've only played Apex, right? Okay, that makes sense. No, yeah, you can just play by yourself. That's that's the only reason I play is because I want to do something on my own a lot more often than I want to do a big squad thing. Hmm. So, well, so yeah, so I've been, I've been, I have, I have achieved victory royales multiple. So I'm, I'm doing dinners. great. Yeah, chicken, chicken dinners. I, uh, I stole. Somebody tried to hit me with their car, and I got in the car. And started shooting the car from the inside. <laughs> <laughs> and then the guy got out of the car. Uh, and I was in the passenger seat. And I shot him while the car rolled away from him. It ruled. <laughs> it was the best. 
Um, but yeah, otherwise I've been playing just an ungodly amount of Grand Blue Fantasy. So it's it's nothing. There have been no games that I want to play coming out, and nothing in my backlog that's been interesting me. Uh, so I have just been playing stuff that is like not that exciting. I'm not going to describe the gameplay of Grand Blue Fantasy to anybody. Like it's it's a mobile gacha game. You know what it is already if you know what it is, and if not, you probably don't need to get into it. So I'm not going to explain it to you. <laughs> it's a bad idea. There's a next month. You will not be lacking for an interesting game to play. I think. Uh, is it because of the game we're playing for the game club? Yeah, I can guarantee you at least one fun. Yeah, I'm gonna time. play at least one really fucking good game next <laughs> month. I think you're gonna think about a worse version of that game that's coming soon. <laughs> I didn't even realize they were doing that until today, and I was like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, that. The, they well, I mean, they they said they were doing it a while back, but does that actually mean they're doing it until you see it? No, uh, I don't know why we're talking around this. It's the Dead Space remaster that we're talking about right now. Uh, so, I, yeah, I didn't realize they were doing that until t- I knew about that new game from the Dead Space team or whatever. Right, that yeah. I will probably play when that comes out. Uh, it, whenever that is, but yeah, I. Yeah, Dead Dead Space Remastered seems unnecessary, but we'll talk about that next month. I mean, they also announced, that, or rumors were announced, of a Horizon Zero Dawn remake. So, fuck it, right. I guess. Well, I mean, it, uh, that's not quite the same. <laughs> the Horizon know, Zero Dawn not... one is much more egregious. I'm just saying, like... They'll fucking remake anything. (laughs) They're remaking Resident Evil 4, so they'll ruin anything in the world. Some might say that every port is a remake. I don't think that's true. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think that's true one bit, but okay. Um, Nora, Nora, tell me about the games you've been playing. All two of them, you mean? (laughs) Games plural. Has it really only been two? Uh... The way you've been posted, it made me feel like it was more. I... Well, I mean, I booted up UFO Defense today. Okay. But okay. that was just for you're, five minutes. You're gaming. Nora's gaming. I... So the first game I started playing, perhaps the most important of these, which is a little game I like to call Dungeons & Dragons 5th Edition. Now, we don't need to right. talk about that very in-depthly. On this podcast. But I did start playing it again. Uh, I haven't had a campaign in any tabletop system for a while. And I had an opportunity to pester a friend in the starting one. Because uh, he already had some ideas. And so that happened. Oh. And I was like, damn. Okay, so you are playing straight up 5th edition tabletop. I wasn't sure if that was true or yes. not. Um, I, I took my character from Conan Exiles from last month. You might remember I was in the Conan hole. Uh, last month, um, I took that and you've escaped into yeah. I've, I escaped in. I escaped the exiled lands or whatever into Dungeons and Dragons, which is another prison. It's kind of a downgrade, but uh, anyway, all that to say that there's a video game version of Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, kind of, kind of. I found it on. I think it was, yeah, it was Game Pass. It was on Game Pass, and I was like, what's this? Celasta Crown of the Magister. The, what is this fantasy bullshit? And it said, oh, this uses the five 
0.1 SRD or something like that. Some weird phrasing. And I was like, wait, is this D&D? And yes, it does use the 5th edition rule set to make a tactics RPG um, where you make four guys and do a, like a campaign. And it actually has... It comes with a bunch of tools to like make your own campaign, and it has online multiplayer. It's with, it's, I guess, with the intent that you could theoretically play a game of your own D and D stuff inside of this. Sure. Issue with that is that this game is janky as fuck. Right. Uh, it's still the D and D fifth edition game is janky. <laughs> uh, a Kickstarter game is janky. <laughs> yeah um it's like weird little things that you wouldn't think would cause friction like oh sometimes i will like like you have a cursor that is controlled by like moving the stick but the camera is always focused on the cursor the cursor is always at the center of the screen oh that's weird but okay yeah, which means that if you want to go select a tile that is near the edge of the map, sometimes you have to rotate like 90 degrees so that the edge is vertical instead of horizontal so that you can... So it's not obnoxious? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. Um, it's very silly, and it very much is a... Um, Plot-wise, it has very classic D&D issues. Things like, oh, we found some orcs and we're going to go into these orc tribes and we need this magic gem that's here that has, like, big, strong fire magic. Um, And one orc guy is, like, using it to take over all the orc tribes and we have to, like, unite them and fight against this right. guy. Um, or you can just kill all of them. And hmm. the characters are talking about orcs like, oh, orcs can talk? That's weird. I thought they were too dumb. Right. Meanwhile, the DLC has added the half-orc like player race. So one of the characters in this party is like clearly an orc. And just saying, you know, oh, I hate orcs, etc. Because right, because it's just the default dialogue. Yeah, there's a lot of voiced dialogue for this for like a character creator thing. When you instead of alignment, you get like personality tags that dictate the delivery of your voiced dialogue. But also, the dialogue is just assigned based on party slot. Like the first character says this in this scene. Regardless of who they are, kind of. Oh, weird. Okay. I think that's how it works. It's a very weird and disjointed mess, but it's kind of funny and charming in the, in that mess. Sure. Um, as far as the implementation of the 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons rules go, it's mostly fine. It, it is certainly not... It is a far cry from the worst uh, games like this I've played... Uh, the Game Boy Advance port of, or remake, whatever, of Eye of the Beholder, for example, was, a, right. I believe I mentioned on this podcast, a huge buggy mess, but I had a lot of you fun did. with it. Um, 
this uh, does not break in the way that that game does. But um, I had a lot of fun with it, and I was like, do I just like tactics games? Do I just like grids and moving guys I right think now? you do. I think you love that shit. I think I love that shit because um, we were supposed to record this episode of Journal Updated, what, four days ago? Yeah, I... We so uh it's October fourth. You may know this because this episode did not come out on October first. <laughs> um, right, we were gonna record on the thirtieth. We were gonna record on the thirtieth, but I also got my booster shot for COVID that same day and it knocked my ass the hell out all weekend, so I think in the space since you got your booster, I have put like I think I might have put like fifteen or twenty hours into XCOM two. Could have put 15 or 20 more hours into Sekiro. Yeah, but I had given up because I thought we were going to record and then I just got hooked. <laughs> so you decided to not. <laughs> it's fine. Um, XCOM 2 is really good. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this about those XCOM games, is that people really like them and I don't. I have been having a wonderful time making all of my little friends in the game. Only some of them have died. Rest in peace, uh, Autumn, was, Autumn was telling me I did some murders today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got a guy real good. Not nice. ten minutes before we started recording. Yeah. I'm playing with the War of the Chosen expansion that adds some NPC factions. That uh, I guess they become PCs because you can like recruit their little guys. There's Reapers who are uh, gas mask trench coat type guys who are like survivalists, and they live in the city. I was gonna say that... they they got the Mass Effect guys. The no, not those the Reapers. Reapers. And not the ones from Firefly either. Yeah, uh, these guys they got the gas mask and trench coat like post apocalypse vibe because they live in the abandoned cities that the aliens bombed and stuff. And they deal with the zombie, which the zombie stuff is uh, is also added to this version of the game. They're, they're called the Lost. Uh, sure. There's the skirmishers who are like former Advent. That's the alien guys. XCOM is about aliens, by the way. If it's you about know. aliens. I've heard this. Um, former Advent guys who have broken free of the control of Advent and are like just kind of mutated human guys who are doing cool stunts they, i don't really know what their gameplay gimmick is necessarily I, they have a grappling hook though i do like um, a grappling hook i only have one of each faction one like yeah. unit of each each faction the third one is the coolest one they're called templars they have psychic powers this is nora core this guy's name is Stormwalker. He he can like run up to you, slash you with two mind blades, and then run away because he has a special ability that after a melee attack he gets to take a bonus movement. So he can run out of cover, stab you, and then hop back into cover or keep going. <laughs> it's great. And as he does damage, he gains focus and he can spend focus to cast lightning bolts of psychic powers. Yeah, this is this is pure Nora. He's really cool. Um, also, there's three blue people who are, like, hunting you. They're, like, boss characters that'll show up in missions randomly. Blue Man Group. That's right. Uh, 
I think Assassin, Warlock, and Hunter are the are the three. I sure. haven't seen the third one yet. He hasn't shown up except in a cutscene. Uh, I'm probably gonna lose. I only got three segments left on that Avatar project thing, and uh, I'm not even like low on resources or anything. I've just fucked up, I guess. And the Avatar project clock is running out. Rip. Um, I will probably keep playing after that, though. It's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I might even check out that Chimera Squad game, although I know that's PC only, so fingers crossed on that one. Oh, is, that, is it PC only? Yeah, that one is. Um, and I downloaded the original XCOM, either, which is either known as XCOM UFO Defense or UFO Enemy Unknown, depending on whether you're British or not. Um... That game is just a completely like, radically different aesthetic experience right off the bat. So I'm interested to see oh, how yeah. it plays. I mean, they, this is, the recent ones are just like a complete series reboot. They yeah. Just... yeah, for sure. Um, I remember uh, when I worked at Toys R Us, which was around 2012 to 2014. Yeah. We had crates and crates of XCOM. But it's not normal XCOM reboot. It was X the Bureau XCOM Declassified, oh, yeah. which I didn't realize until now was like a third person shooter tactical thing. Yes, it's yeah, it's a shooter. That's wild, but it's not the, it turns out it's not the first time they made an XCOM game that was an action game. Um I just remember having crates and crates of just XCOM the Bureau. Yeah, nobody wanted that shit. Nobody wanted it, seems like. <laughs> yeah, no. I was they, the... Well, also, I think it was bad, is the other yeah. problem. I think people would have wanted that shit because XCOM took so hard uh, when it... Because when that mm-hmm. reboot came out, people fucking loved it. Uh, so, yeah, I think if it had been good, it would have taken off, but it was not. It was not. I looked at the Wikipedia page, saw lots of threes and fours out of ten. Yep. Um. Also... Solasta, Crown of the Magister, and uh, XCOM both seem to have pretty active mod communities as well. Unfortunately, I'm playing both of them on the Xbox. <laughs> Rip. Lots of people adding more of the new units into XCOM since it, they're so hard to get the Templars and Reap, uh, Reapers and stuff. But, oh, sure. Um, also, in, in the Solasta stuff, people are like making new classes because not all of the fifth edition classes are in that game so that's fun anyway i played two games mostly this month uh on top of sekiro Uh, Sekiro, yeah. Fuck yeah. Video games. Video games. Molly, can you tell me, what is Sekiro? 
Uh, when you say what is Sekiro, what are you what are you looking for here? Sekiro uh, is a game published by From Software. I don't know if it's published by it's it's developed by From Software. I believe it was published by Activision actually um, in 2019. Um, was highly critically acclaimed because it's a FromSoft game, and that's pretty much how this works. Um, but it is it is um, a game that uh, is more about stealth and um, sword fights. Um, like, capital S sword fights. Dark Souls mm-hmm. is a game about, like, fighting monsters more often than it is about fighting guys, I think. Um, and Sekiro is more about fighting guys with swords. That's true. Mostly. Um, to, uh, you're actually right on two counts. Uh, in Japan, it was published by FromSoft, but in the rest of the world, I guess, uh, it, was it doesn't Activision. say that, but everywhere else, Activision. Yeah. Uh, great. Crushed it, then. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Insert the parry sound. Yeah. So, it's a... Um... It's a third-person action game. Uh, there's no multiplayer component to it. Um, they patched one in later where you can leave messages for other people, but that's it. Um, that was not part of the base game. Um, and that's kind of it. You mostly use your katana to fight other enemies. There are other little um, tools and items you get. Um, you know, you can, you can throw shuriken. You can use a little thing that shoots fire. Um... But for the most part, you are just having sword fights with guys. Um, the plot revolves around you, uh, a character named Wolf, or called Sekiro by some other characters, um, who is escorting Kuro, who is the um, the I don't know how to how to look with the I guess the divine dragon's heir, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's immortal, and he can grant other people immortality. Um, so you are immortal, uh, and everybody wants to take this kid from you so they can be immortal. Um, and it is your job. The kid does not want to be immortal. Um, Kuro is like, this is obviously a corrupting influence on everybody in the world, uh, and you have to find a way to get me killed. So you do. Or you don't, I guess. Multiple endings. Maybe you've heard Multiple of endings. a Friendsoft action game. Yeah, there are, there are four endings. In, in Sekiro. More than I expected uh, but yeah. there to be. Yes, there's one where you can turn evil <laughs> and just become a sicko's guy. <laughs> um, and then there are three endings that end with Kiro um, in various states. Uh, one where he lives, but Wolf dies. Uh, one where he just dies. And another where he is, like, his spirit lives on with another immortal child who you find during your journey. Um, mm-hmm. And I think this is, like, the true ending where um, you help the divine child of rejuvenating waters to bring back the spirit of the divine dragon back. To, I believe it's implied to be China. Huh. Uh, but, yeah. So, Sekiro 2, please. Is what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so those are those are the basics. Um, mm-hmm. You fight a bunch of different guys who... Basically, the entire objective is to get Kuro and become immortal. Uh, your, your dad, Owl, tries to do this. Uh, Genichiro, who is a uh, military commander for the country of Ashina that you reside in. It's like, a, it's like a section of Japan that has not been taken over by like the Japanese Empire yet. 
Uh, and yeah, you fight all the guys. You fight lots of guys, and sometimes you fight guys that aren't guys, but are just monkeys. Yeah, lots of there monkeys. are. You do fight a lot more monkeys than you might expect in this game. I have a little piece of trivia here from the Wikipedia page, actually. Sure. The subtitle, Shadows Die Twice, was initially meant to be used as a slogan for the teaser trailer until Activision requested it be kept for the final name. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, why not? Shadows Die Twice. I mean, everybody just calls it Sekiro, so it doesn't really matter, but, you know. Some people call it Sekiro. I don't even think they say that in the game. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Pretty fun game. Uh, So, pretty fun game. I am a well-known Sekiro enjoyer. We are doing this, Nora, because you wanted to get this crossed off of your list, basically, right? Yeah. Um, So, how did you find it? (laughs) A couple of things happened this month. Yes. Uh, We lost some people at work, and so my schedule changed pretty drastically. As of this week, it seems to be back to normal in a weird sort of karmic twist (laughs) um but i lost a lot of my free time that i would be using on Sekiro for extra work time yeah um and more importantly than that they put the guardian ape in the game that's really the (laughs) the main issue i had with the game yeah he did not have a good time there i got two problems with guardian ape yes one is that it's really hard um, and I got stuck on it for, I think, like, five days straight? I want to say you got stuck there for, like, a full week, yeah. It might have been a full week of just trying the, the Guardian Ape over and over again. Uh, Which I get, because that's a hard boss fight. Like, don't get me wrong. It is. <laughs> it is. You know? I knew that that was the one. When people talked about Sekiro, nobody even mentioned the final boss. I didn't even know what the final boss really was. It, it, even though I watched speedruns of this game, I didn't really know what the Right, that doesn't give you the context is. for who that guy is. Yeah, Um. but I knew the ape. I knew ape was was the guy people complained about. Uh, second problem I have with the Guardian Ape. Uh, he's a fucking monkey. His design he's a is a big fucking monkey. His design is based off a specific type of monkey that doesn't have a very big tail. He's not an ape. He's a monkey. He's a big monkey. Uh, okay, so this is so your hang up is that he should have been called Guardian Monkey. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll take that <laughs> take that into account. Can you just pass that up to? to FromSoft for me? They don't know me, so <laughs> I can try, but uh, I don't think it's going to help. Um, but yeah, the other parts of the game that weren't fighting the Guardian Ape were really fun, and I got a lot farther this time than I did the last time I tried to play it. Um, yeah. Last time, I got stuck. I couldn't get past the drunkard. What's his name? Jozo? Jozo? Juzo the, Juzo the Drunkard. It's J-U-Z-O-U. So I don't even know if I'm saying it right, so I apologize. Nobody pronounces his name in the game. So um, The first version of that, not the second one. Yes, not the second one. It's an optional the second time, but yes. Uh, and on the outside of that line front, I think I got stuck on... I got past Bull eventually, but I don't remember what's right after Bull. 
uh, right after the bull would be you can go like four different ways. That would be the issue. <laughs> you I can know go I... to the top of the castle. You can go over to fight the guy in the well where you start the game. You can go fight Ashina Seven Spears. Um, and I think that's it. Actually, I think the you have to you have to deal with the guy in the well. You do to progress. I did not find that guy the last time I tried to play this, which was I will say go. at launch. That's how long it's been, is that I bought it at sure. launch um, on PS4, and uh, I did not get that far. Uh, I didn't get to monkeys or anything. Didn't fight the night guy. But um, cool game. Very fun. I really... I remember people comparing Jedi Fallen Order to Sekiro. And I guess that's kind of true. It is, uh, the thing is, these games came out, I think, within two months of each other, uh, which is devastating to Jedi Fallen Order, because, man. It is not the same. They have a lot of this, they have a lot of the same ideas, at the very least, um, but Sekiro just executes on them so much better. And part of that is, like, yes, part of that is, oh, this is a Star Wars game, they're not gonna make it like a technical experience and they're not gonna like leave edges on it because it's star wars it's the biggest thing in the fucking world they're gonna want every all the kids to want to play it but also on top of that it's just it's just extra like not like it's trying to be more uncharted than it is like an action game to its detriment i think yeah, I'd say so. Um, I would love another Sekiro. Will I finish this one? Maybe. But if there was a new one, I would jump in. I'd be there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's not my favorite uh, video game developed by From Software between the years of 2009 and 2022. But <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, because this is not a Souls game. But it is uh it's quite fun i don't feel like i'm very good at it but uh i had a good time most of the time i would say a quarter like 75 percent of the time i had with sekiro was fun and the other 25 percent was guardian ape (laughs) right um what i will say is i actually didn't like this game when it came out (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny yeah, it's really funny because I because like cards on the table. I think this is one of the best games ever. It's it is one of my favorite games, just period. I think mechanically it is like perfection. This is this is the type of game I want to play constantly. I just boot it up and do boss fights sometimes because they added <laughs> the boss fight replay mode. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, I listen. I'm a biased source here. I know it. When this game came out, I thought it was too fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> I had a bad time because specifically because it is not. It, you can't play it like you would Dark Souls because when I play Dark Souls or Bloodborne or something like that, you rely primarily on dodging. I feel like yes. Um, and Sekiro wants you to parry. Like that's that is the long and short of it. And in Dark Souls and Bloodborne, parrying's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard to do. It's really good, but it has a really tight window where you can do it. And Sekiro frees that up a lot. 
Um, it's the, I forget, there was like frame data on it. It's like 20 times easier to parry something in Sekiro than it is in like a Dark Souls game on like an average attack. Also, it's right? There's just more frames it. where it hits. It's yeah, and in Dark Souls, it's just not worth it. Yeah, like most things that you would really, really want to deal with as, as far as attacks go can't even be parried. Right. So, yeah, for the most part, you're not supposed to do that. So it took a long time to, you know, teach myself that, like, I need to be in there engaging enemies in these fights, like, head-to-head constantly. So, um, the the basic gameplay of Sekiro is enemies have a health meter and they have a stamina, or a posture meter. What you want to do is you want to break their posture because that will land you an automatic killing blow. Like, if, if you break their posture, they are dead. Um, if you drop their health to zero, you can land a death blow, but it's much easier once you know how to play to just get a guy and break his posture. That's just how it works, right? So the, um, the, the way that it, you know, what am I trying to say here? So instead of doing long boss fights where you're whittling down an enemy's health, like the goal is not to do that. Dropping an enemy's health in Sekiro is mostly so that their posture meter does not recover faster. That's mm-hmm. you get those hits in just because it helps you get the um, it helps you get the posture break faster. Something uh, like and, the corrupted the monk idea. is like, oh, at the start of the fight, he just fucking gets it back instantly. The moment yes. you stop attacking, his posture goes back to zero. The, the first Corrupted Monk fight is the lesson that when you whittle down an enemy's health, their posture meter gets a lot more friendly to you. Yeah. That is that is the entire purpose of that fight. Um, so, uh, it's really cool when you learn... And, and FromSoft games, by and large, are just about learning patterns. Um, so, once you know how to like deflect every enemy attack, you feel like a god. Until then... <laughs> It's hard. It's difficult. You don't understand what's happening. Um, And on top of that, there are attacks that can't be parried, right? So there are thrusts. Uh, Well, okay. You can block attacks. You cannot block a thrust. You can only parry or counter a thrust. Um, When you do a... When an enemy does a um, sweep, you can only jump over it. You can't block that. Uh, and there are grabs, which I don't think you can do. You gotta get the fuck out of there if they're yeah, trying to you grab you. Yeah, you just gotta fucking hit You the just gotta jet. So until you know, because it uses the same symbol for each of those, mm. it tells you that something's coming, but it doesn't tell you which of the three is about to happen. So until you know, until you've learned a little bit about the bosses, uh, it's, it's hard to tell, and you're gonna get frustrated because some bosses have thrusts and sweeps, some bosses have grabs and thrusts. So unless you know which animation is charging up, it can be very frustrating to try and uh, play with that, which was my problem a lot when I was first playing this game, uh, is that I hear the noise, but I don't know which button to press because it's the same noise for all of them. I actually like that it's the same because I would hate to try and juggle three different like color-coded things. Oh head. yeah, absolutely. So yes. it is a weird, like, kind of frustrating thing to push yourself against at first. But then it's like, okay, no, this actually does work really well, and like I know because um, video games are a sequence of encounters, sometimes accompanied by music, as some <laughs> uh-huh. other podcast would say. 
uh, you will just learn, oh, this guy doesn't grab. This guy doesn't sweep. Um, now, sometimes you'll know that a grab is coming and you can't get away from it. Guardian ape. Um, uh-huh. The second grab that he starts using when he's low on health is like a running like jump grab. And it is so hard to get out of the way of that. But regardless, the system works more or less. And it yeah. is really cool to like Granted, I don't I don't feel like I'm like it's not like a big duel when I'm fighting a guy with a sword. The thing that I like that really like kind of codified when I was fighting Kenichiro. How did I say that? Kenichiro. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, the second time in the tower is like, oh, I'm just hitting attack, attack, and then block whatever happens. And I'll either parry it because my timing is perfect, or I'll block it because it's an, a move that I'm not expecting. But I'm just bringing this rhythm to the fight and forcing this rhythm onto the enemy. And any yes. time that they deviate from that, I know like the two things he can do that will... like. He'll do this specific kick or he'll do this specific, like, perilous move. Uh, but otherwise, I'm going to, like, force him into my rhythm. And uh, eventually, I got him. Yeah, and that's the other thing about this game is that I think in uh, other FromSoft Souls games or Bloodborne is that it's uh, mostly reactionary, where in Sekiro, you kind of just want to get up on him. Uh, and just start hitting because you want them to react to you. You don't want to react to them for the most part. Mm. Uh, and that's what keeps the pressure applied. That's what makes sure that the, um, the what do you call it? That makes sure the posture meter doesn't just drop again. Yeah, because even um, if they so, block your attacks, you're still doing posture damage. Right. They can't recover if they're not in neutral set. So, yeah, it is it is a, a game about that back and forth. Um, I kind of jokingly have called this a rhythm game before, but I do also kind of think it is just kind of a rhythm game. Uh, in that, once you know the patterns, it's just about pressing the bu- the block button at the right time, right? Or knowing that, like, one, two, three, four, Makiri counter. Like, that's, once you know each boss, that's just kind of what it turns into. And I think it's great. There's definitely times, these were not, like, the times that I won. But I had moments fighting Corrupted Monk or even the Ape at times where I felt myself entering the flow and just like, yeah. okay, and no, this one, okay. And the next attack is this, and I get three hits here, and then I do, okay, he's doing this one now, so four blocks, and then the fifth one is a little bit faster. A little bit faster. Uh, and then I would just fuck up and die, but... Right, but you know it's there. That it is a, The Avatar state is real. <laughs> <laughs> My eyes can glow sometimes. Yeah, it's true. Now, I'm not the guy, the YouTuber I watch sometimes who, you know, makes a new account and plays through 100% Sekiro fast enough to refund it on Steam. <laughs> right. That, that's a silly video. That's a very silly video. Um, also, because, like, he's not engaging with the game. He's doing speedrun strategies. So some yeah. half of those bosses are just falling off edges, cliffs or whatnot, right? Like, that's true. He gets the horse guy to run off the cliff. And like, uh, yeah, you also get the demon of hatred to run off a cliff. Like, I don't, I didn't even see that guy. 
And I was like, oh, that's not on the list that I found on Reddit of necessary bosses? Okay. <laughs> no, he is um, not. And I, he only shows up uh, past Owl. Uh, I don't think I want to pick a fight with something called the Demon of Hatred. Uh, yeah, so uh, any cool NPCs you like in this game, Nora? Um... Yeah, I like... Um... What's his name? Uh, Sekiro? Uh, that's the player character? Yeah. I like him. He's cool. You like Wolf? Okay, yeah. Uh, I like some of the, like... I do kind of like the, like, identical Ashina blue robe samurai guys that just look like dorks walking around with they just looks like samurai dorks yeah yeah they have like the perfect posture and the perfect strike and it's like all right um i do like the corrupted monk a lot i like the um i guess it's more of a naginata or is it like a great sword i don't remember uh it's it's more of a naginata it's not a great sword it is Um, it is a pole weapon i don't know which one uh you know, monks can't use a Naginata in 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, which is a thing that frustrates me and has frustrated me for eight years. Anyway, um, okay. what else? Uh, so I was asking, are there any like NPCs you talk to that you enjoyed? Because um, there are a number of capital G guys in this game. I liked Genichiro. He's cool. I love a good, like shitty guy who beats you in the first fight but so you love sasuke (laughs) no well i don't think that's the same uh, it's not but it's like close my point of reference has always been virgil from devil may cry because in dmc3 in the opening cutscene, you lose to him and then halfway through you like come to a draw and then the final boss you like fight him for real for real beat him yeah um that's sort of like recurring rival guy that's always fun um i'm trying to remember i don't have too much affection for the sculpture guy i like the zombie guy no you don't like the sculpture guy he's fine he's an old man okay the zombie guy i forget what his name is that feels rude of me i think yes uh yeah he's great he uh he really wants you to kill him uh (laughs) and because he is also immortal so there are two ways you can be immortal in, in Sekiro. One way is cool, and then the other way sucks. So like the cool sucks. way, the cool way is to have the dragon's heritage, which is what Kuro uh, can get. Is it Kuro or Kiro? I feel awful right now. Uh, I th- I think it's Kuro, but I don't know. Yeah, Kuro, K U R. Yeah, it's probably more like that. Uh, anyway, he can he can grant you immortality. I think it. I don't know how he does it. It's not like exactly clear. Um, but you, as his like bodyguard, are under his protection. Um, the other way is to have these weird little centipedes live inside you that are uh-huh. disgusting. <laughs> um. So um, the the zombie guy. I already forgot his name. You just said it. Hanbei. Uh, Hanbei. He has one of those in him. Um, I don't know if he knows he does. Uh, but the, you know, eventually you get a sword called the mortal blade that can kill even immortal people. So, uh, you can use that and you have the choice on whether or not you kill him. Uh, and it's up to you. You never have to do it if you don't want to, but yeah. 
Uh, I love those guys that scream and fly at you. <laughs> when you're on the rooftops oh the one yes the, the the guy with the the guy with the spinny um yeah the spinny weapons yes okay yeah those guys are cool. He just howls uh, and gets you. How do you feel about Ishin? He's an old guy. Uh, He's an old guy going around still doing his regular murders. I did not see that much of him, but seems fine. Right, I forgot that you missed him the first time. I mean, I met him after I fought Genichiro. Right, but you can find him right after you fight Giabu. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> right, I forgot that you didn't do that, which is like kind of a key point of the game. Uh, I mean, you it, need the stuff he gives you. I mean, what does he give you? He gives you that uh, book of techniques. Oh yeah, I mean, I met him. I didn't know that's who that was, and I never went back yes. to him. Yeah. But. So you can, um, and then there's Emma, who is a medic, or she's a doctor, I should yes. say. Um, who is studying the effects of dragon rot, uh, which is something that happens to people who are too close to um, the dragon's heritage immortality. Um, and they, they get sick. Yeah, if, it, uh, if you use it too much, it'll start drawing its power from other sources and like making people sick. And uh, Yeah, that's making no the good. people you know sick. It's no good. You don't want that. You don't um, want that, but not because it kills people, because it doesn't. But what it does no. is mean, it means you can't do quests. <laughs> yes. Uh, Lady Butterfly um, is really cool. Lady Butterfly is super cool. Uh, yeah. So what I was going to say is that there are three those three NPCs you can share booze with, uh, mm-hmm. who are the sculptor, Emma, and Ishin, who I think they all have really fun little, um, little uh, quotes when you do that. So, um, just fun little stuff you can do. Uh, so, you didn't get past the part uh, where you have to fight the guardian ape because you go back to the castle uh, at a point and your dad is there who you thought was dead. And he's like, hey, remember our secret code that you have to obey where you have to do everything I tell you to? Okay, it's time to do that. <laughs> I, uh, and I you can choose yes of, or no. I got to the start of that point because I beat the guardian ape and I got to the part where you have to re-infiltrate the castle, and there are yeah. new uh, shinobi enemies in the in the castle that are killing. Oh yeah, they got the dual swords and yeah. stuff. Yeah, they've got cool hats, and they're killing the regular enemies that you would normally have to fight. Um, yeah, and it's kind of funny because those guys were kind of hard when you show up the first time. So these guys are showing up and just mopping them up. It's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Iron Code, huh? Yeah, the Iron Coat. What if you uh, which is you have to obey the parent always. Uh, if you follow the Iron Coat, that is how you get the bad sickos ending of the game. That sounds fun. Uh, it's not. No. Uh, you have to you have to kill Emma and then you have to kill Ishin. Uh, and that's the end of it. I don't remember like what explicitly happens after that, except you go sickos mode and turn into a demon. I believe. That sounds pretty cool. Is it a demon of hatred? Uh, well, yes. Yes, it is. Well, there you go. So you become a boss. You do become a boss. There you go. Um, and, uh, I, I guess this is, this is a podcast about this video game. It's, um, 
spoilers, but uh, the sculptor is the one who is the demon of hatred. He lost his arm before because Ishin cut it off uh, to prevent him from turning into that demon initially. So, damn. Yeah, you find that out later. If you kill the demon, does that like purge it from him, or is he? Or is no, he's just him? fucking dead. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's 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 gone either way. When you get to the last act of the game, he has taken off. You can't find him in the um in the building he has been in the entire game mm-hmm. where he does your little upgrades for your um for your tools. Uh, but you can go in there and you just sit down yourself and work on the arm yourself, and it's pretty cool to see. Uh, and also sad. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, there's like a trail of fire leading out of the building. Like the, yeah. the whole place is scorched and you can't take the same path back you used to. I like the way this game reuses and recontextualizes spaces. Yeah. Each time. So there are like three distinct eras of this game. Um, there is the part where you first go and you beat Genichiro, Genichiro at the top of the tower. Uh, the first time, and until you beat both the Guardian Ape and the um, and the Corrupted Monk the first time, that is the first state. And then the second state happens once you beat Owl, or once you beat those two bosses. That's when you get to go fight Owl at the top of the tower, and that's when you like start picking your ending. You can make mm-hmm. progress towards those. Uh, and then after you have um, gone to the Divine Realm... Uh, and come back, that is when the third uh, phase of the game happens, where everything is on fucking fire. Sounds right. And it's scary. It's not good. Country's about to get crushed by the Japanese Empire. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't know shit about the Sengoku period of Japan. Don't know a goddamn thing. I, I don't either. I got um, nothing. Very cool game. I think that uh, all of the moves are really sick to watch on top of feeling really cool. Just the way that yeah. Wolf like does attacks and he's like doing this is a one-handed attack into a two-handed attack into like a grab and a stab and like doing a little flip and like there's such a like variety to the way that he uses the one weapon that is really fun. Yes. Uh, also the sound design in this game is oh, stellar. Yeah. yeah. Just I could listen to the sword fights in this game like all day. It it sounds amazing. Uh, which character or enemy would you least want to be roommates with? Because uh, I have owl. an answer. Owl. Yeah, owl. I was gonna say Orin. No, it's chill. She'll play music and be sad and, and be like a regular apartment. <laughs> you like don't do the dishes one time and she's like, you pretend not to see the dishes? Stab, stab, stab. No, I'd be chill. I would just do the dishes. I don't think it would be chill. It'd be chill. Way more chill. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I have that much more to say about Sekiro right now. Um, do you want to yeah. uh, look uh, at some questions? Sure, we can we can look at some questions. I should have done this before we started the podcast, but that's fine. I also had this thought as I was thinking about this, but you know what? It's fine. We're in a naturalistic podcast. You get to hear all the sausage being made. <laughs> um, we don't edit anything out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, the first question 
uh, comes in from Kieran, uh, who says, hey, they're Shinobi, they're squatted up samurai, they're drinking. What is going on with the monkeys in this game? Uh, which is true, they are Shinobi, they are squatted up samurai, and they do drink. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it seems like frat culture, but monkeys. The monkeys in this they're game chillin'. are primo creatures. They yeah, they're premium. There's there's monkeys with guns. There's monkeys with swords. There's old monkeys who have trained for years with the swords <laughs> in the jungle. <laughs> they will fucking kill you. The monkeys are all over the place. They're very fun. Um, the 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 folding screen monkeys, I beat by accident. Right. Yes. Uh, you saw that video I posted of me just finding. Yeah, the where you one accidentally lines. walked into it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that was fun. Uh, what is up with those monkeys? I think they're just hanging out. I think they're just like, uh, you know, swords are cool. Thanks for making those. We don't really know how to make those, but uh, we know how to. So there is, so there is dialogue um, from Ishin and the sculptor uh, because they used to be shinobi buddies. Uh, they would hang out in the jungle and train with the monkeys. Like, that's that's just part of the canon. Does that mean that they trained with the monkeys in the way that people learned how to like earthbend from animals in Avatar? Yes, or like absolutely. with the monkey, like all of them were learning together? Uh, I think probably both. Because <laughs> there, because there are different monkeys. There are some like white furred monkeys uh, who have double katanas, and they know. They already know what the deal is. I saw that one uh, one time, and I was like, no, no, thank you. I'm going to go the other <laughs> way. Scary. I don't need to go down this path. You got it. It's all yours. Yes. Yeah, it's yours, man. Here you go. Enjoy your poison forest. I don't even want any, so... Uh, yeah, so that is yes. I don't know. Uh, m- dudes rock, basically. <laughs> dudes rock, and monkeys rock even harder. That's so true. We got a question in from Dia. The uh, in yes. typical Dia fashion, the words of this question are interspersed with dozens of hatching chick emojis and skull emojis. <laughs> uh, Dia asks, "Where's our dads? What did you do to our dads?" Uh, I assume this is about the roosters that are in Sekiro that will fucking kill you if you do not respect them. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, I, I forgot to bring this up. So I kept track of how many times I died playing Sekiro uh-huh. <laughs> this time. Uh, the number is six. Uh, I, I had six deaths on this run. Uh, and of course, the first one was indeed to a fucking rooster. <laughs> um, I died once to uh, the first Juzo. Uh, I died twice to the first Corrupted Monk. Um, and then I got ambushed twice at the second Hirata estate by two purple ninjas, which was rude. Uh, and then I died once during the Juzo rematch where he also has another purple ninja there because they're very difficult to fight when they're not one-on-one. That sounds like it sucks to fight. Yeah, it's also, all that stuff at the second Hirata estate is completely optional. Um, but I went and did it anyway because I am like that. Uh, and because the second owl fight is my favorite fight in the game. Now, I understand Sekiro just being kind of a hard game, but like, 
the version of that where it becomes like now fight two guardian apes or now fight two of this enemy is just like <laughs> the point where it's two guardian apes is really rude that's not what i want out of the, this kind of game ever <laughs> so the the thing about this game is i when it first came out i was mad that um in my mind, it is a game about sword fights, and when it is not a game about sword fights and it's a game about fighting monsters, I think it's way worse. Uh, this this is the Guardian Ape fight. This is the Demon of Hatred fight. Um, I I think those are not as good as the rest of the game uh, because the game is so tuned around blocking and parrying. Um, but I've kind of gotten over that over time. Um, but I, I still think they are like the lesser fights in the game. I, as the person who, for me, in something like a Dark Souls, the bosses are the least interesting parts, and I enjoy exploring a space and learning a space and finding different routes through a space and learning how to manage certain enemies by maybe pulling them back a room or maybe running past them to fight them in a different place or, like, experimenting with things. Uh, the part of Sekiro where, like, you fight a boss and then it's, like, two rooms and then you fight another boss was really frustrating at first. And I kind of settled into it, but it was, like, just, like, I would like some more levels. Yeah, that's what Souls games are for, generally. Sekiro is a game about the boss fights. Yeah, I would like to delve into a dungeon, perhaps. <laughs> there's There's one dungeon. You get one dungeon. It's true, I sent a guy down there, and I don't know You sent a guy down there. Uh, Well, he gets fucking killed, so. The other thing that can happen to that guy is you can actually send him to where the folding screen monkeys are. Oh. And he just just sits there and chills. That sounds nice. It's nice for him. He needs it. (laughs) Do you Uh, remember this next one from Jim? Yeah. Uh, Jen writes in and says, Hey, Molly and Nora, more than any of the other Souls games I've tried, Sekiro feels like it throws a wall of difficulty at you and expects you to surmount it. I felt so proud when I beat that one giant, only to get into the building he was protecting and get demolished by the tough I was waiting in the garden on the other side. When the going gets tough, how did you surmount some of Sekiro's meanest challenges? And do you have any tips for players who get easily discouraged by a game tossing you to the ground again and again? Um, I mean... You kind of got to know what you're in for when you're playing one of these, I feel like, at this point. Uh, like like a FromSoft game. This is kind of the thing they do now, um, where you're going to die. It's going to happen. You're going to lose resources. It's fine. That's life. I want to point out something. Which okay. is, you never... Lo- like... When you're fighting the Guardian Ape over and over and over again, yes, you're not gaining or losing anything. Because you're, you by then you have one skill point and one gold, and you can't lose both. You can't lose either of them. But if you fight even one enemy between the starting point and the boss you're stuck on, or the whatever you're stuck on, you only lose half of what you have when you die. Right. So you can still gain. Yeah. So even if you died a thousand times and you lost half of everything you had every time you would still be gaining levels because you gain 10 you lose five you gain 10 more now you're at 15 you lose seven you're still at more than five like that 
the game would not. Yeah, but that does even out at some point. The the game wouldn't really be that different if you didn't lose anything, but you got half as much. You know. Yeah. But um, like you're it, and also, it's not like. It's not like I was using that money for anything, really. <laughs> right, yeah. You don't have to use that money for anything if you don't want to. I wish I'd stocked up on spirit emblems in the early game before they get more expensive. But, you know, it's not the end of the world. Uh, Just the, kill some guys. The resources plenty. that you lose in this game do not feel as, like, precious. It is not as, as, as brutal as losing all of your souls. Yeah. yeah, because you're not leveling up in that way. You only level up after bosses, and by leveling up, I mean you do more damage or you get more health, which yeah. is what I guess leveling up is in a Souls game, but it's not. It's different. Yeah. Um. And so, in terms of like d- discouragement, I got frustrated a lot of times, but once I realized that like. Yes, Dragon Rot is going to set in after a while because every game like this has, like, a penalty for failure. But that doesn't do anything, really. Um, It makes it less likely for Unseen Aid to keep you from losing anything on death, which won't matter if you're bashing your head against the same enemy for, like, an hour. Yeah. And uh, characters don't die from Dragon Rot. You can cure it once you like get out of the situation you're stuck in and go get that item which admittedly is ridiculously expensive if you've just spent an hour dying a lot <laughs> you need like 1800 to to buy the dragon droplet to to cure no that. they're no they're 180 they're very cheap actually what yeah they're very cheap they don't cost a lot of money because i never afford no it. it's 180 Huh. Well, still. Yeah, still. Um, Getting into that rut and, like, committing yourself to one thing over and over again. um, You can always, like, mix it up, bring a different ninja weapon. Or, or, um, what are they actually called? Uh, Shinobi tools. Oh, okay. So ninja weapon. (laughs) Yeah, ninja weapons. Yeah. Uh, You can always try that out and see if something else is going to work. Um, and like, it really doesn't feel like, at first it felt like I was constantly losing stuff, but eventually I sort of like felt the state of like the balance in that mechanic and like felt the ways in which you're not really losing that much because most of of what you would lose, you can regain pretty easily. Like, once you yeah. get a skill point, you don't lose skill points. You just lose XP, for example. Yeah, once it's banked, uh, you you have it. You you earn XP to get up to the next skill point, and then you can't lose skill points. You can only lose experience. So, um, it's it's not punishing in that way. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, obviously, if you have souls on you and you die, like, you're going to lose the ability to utilize that resource to better your character if you don't reclaim them but yeah um yeah and as for how i beat certain things i don't i don't know well i know for some of them the guy in the tower who does the double strike at you uh right before um 
Genichiro. Right before Genichiro. Mm-hmm. And the big centipede guy before you go to... I oh, God, the centipede guy rules. Uh, yeah, I didn't actually... <laughs> I enlisted the aid of a better gamer than I. Uh, <laughs> friend of the show, Olivia, beat those guys yeah. on, like, two tries. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, okay. Those guys rule. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. <laughs> um... The, so if most Olivia of the time, can come over and beat a boss for you, that's like my pr- my my primary strategy, premium strategy. But like anything else, the other stuff that I rambled about for like three minutes now. Um, and the the other thing that keeps me going in these games is there's no better feeling than when you actually win. To me, yeah. that's that's why I'm playing these games. Like even when I get stuck, I know when I get through it, it's gonna be so good. Uh, and you know sometimes it's not as good as you think. But, you know, it still whips. Yeah. And then you can you get to say on Twitter, I beat the monkey. Right. And everybody's excited because you killed the monkey. That monkey's sad, by the way. <laughs> the monkey is sad. The monkey is sad uh, because the monkey is immortal and their partner was not. Yeah. Rip, rip, rip. So, our next email, we got Luke with us, who writes, The first time I fought the folding screen monkeys, I killed the three visible monkeys, and after running around a bit, I noticed the glowing monkey footprints behind me. My eyes lit up, and I sagely nodded as I thought, Ah, yes, I see. Those are my footprints. Truly, the real fourth monkey is man. And I used a (laughs) bite-down item to kill myself, assuming this was like the fight against the Sorrow in MGS3. It wasn't, and I just died and had to start the fight over. My question is, are there any times when either you, either of you, were unfairly penalized by a game because you were simply too much of a big brain genius and the game was bitterly jealous of your awe-inspiring <laughs> intellect? <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have anything like this, and I don't think I... I am too literal-brained uh, to come up with genius shit like this because, <laughs> because that is super funny to me. I know this story and it still gets me every fucking time. <laughs> um, I'm sure it, it has mostly involved me like jumping off of cliffs I thought were like the way I'm supposed to go and then, uh oh, no, it's not. Uh, and then I lose an hour and a half of whatever game I'm playing, but I, I can't think of anything specific. I mean, one minor example kind of happened earlier today in XCOM where I had a great situation set up and I went into Overwatch but then it became the second then the Overwatch servers were shut down I know rip 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 and you couldn't I came back and I was more femme somehow I don't know what happened yeah Um, Uh so when when Warlock summons these spectral zombies the first turn that they're active they'll shamble around I don't even think they hit you, but they'll move close to you. The second turn, they start pulsing. And then at that point, if you kill them, they explode. Bigger than a grenade, like a pretty sizable explosion. Um, And and then uh, at that point, if if they get another turn, they will actively turn that on and then walk toward you. Um, I set up a So you want to kill them as they happen? You want to kill them as soon as possible, or at least get away and then shoot them to make them pop so you don't get hurt. Right. But I had the perfect Overwatch setup. And then one, 
they like walk past the first person and are like two feet away and overwatch pops in and it zooms Uh in as one guy (laughs) pulls out their shotgun and aims it right at the character (laughs) uh, right next to the zombie and misses the shot oh dear and then they just walk another five feet and explode and hit not just two of my guys but the npc that i'm escorting (laughs) owned destroyed Uh, i feel like there's a lot of there were a lot of um weird like i tried to rules lawyer shit in solasta that did not work (laughs) sure because it's not gonna listen to you yeah some a lot of weird spell positionings that i was like i think this might work even though you know I can spend this point to make my allies automatically pass their saving throw against my my spells when they're in the way. Uh, it doesn't doesn't stop them from taking huge damage from your huge spells, though. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of any other. Uh. Things like that necessarily. Sure. I feel like I lost some resources in Conan Exiles pulling some dumb shit, but I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, From uh, Mimic, this question comes in, says, My question is, did any of the NPC interactions really stick with you or stand on as favorites, uh, like their side quests or the sake conversations? Nora, did you have any? I've already mentioned the monkey one, which is the funniest one to me. No. Um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I didn't realize what the sake was for. Yeah, you give it to those three NPCs. Um, so I didn't do that, but I did have a laugh at the monkey booze item. Yes, you get so that's how you find out about them training with the monkeys. They're like, damn, this shit burns. I remember when I was fighting monkeys, that was messed <laughs> up. I remember when we were getting monkey moded out there. Yeah, exactly. Um, what's your favorite side quest? My favorite side quest. Mm-hmm. This is Nora uh, asking. Nora's writing in. I do. I do really like the one where you go find the white pinwheel. Uh, mm-hmm. for what's his name? Instead of sending him to the fucking dungeon, Nora. Um. What the? Yeah, I. I... <laughs> <laughs> I like going and helping him uh, ascend to the divine realm. I also really like killing the great carp in uh, in the divine palace, <laughs> the divine realm. Big ass, big ass fish. I like those weird. And then when you kill it, it washes up where the guardian ape was. <laughs> <laughs> I like those snake guys in the senpo temple. Snake guys. The guys that are like like cross-legged. What? That's not a side quest. No. I was just thinking of them. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. The guys who centipedes (laughs) will murder you? I just like those those little guys. They're more centipede than man. That's so true. They put bugs in him. They put... It's, it's Guardian Ape. They him. put bugs in him. They put bugs in him. 
Emrys writes in, Hi, Nora and Molly. Never got past Genichiro. Keep, well, you're supposed to lose that one, so that's fine. You could keep playing. Uh, keep meaning to go back to Sekiro, but haven't gotten around to it. Lord. My question is, what game has the best boss fights in total, and what is the best video game boss of all time? Ooh. I think Sekiro has the best boss fights in total. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's for me. That's that's the answer. <sighs> I do have a huge soft spot for Demon's Souls. Is the thing. You do. I know this about you. I like the Penetrator. Um. You know the armored spider. That's its name, right? The one in the caves. It's cool. That guy sucks. A tower knight, classic melee guy voice. The cave spider sucks. Um, but other bosses, bosses. There are many games which feature boss fights, but I've forgotten every boss fight in the world. <laughs> Every boss fight in history. The only did you get to fight in the armored warrior in this? I think you did, right? Yeah. Where he just shows up and he's mad about his kid going missing. <laughs> he's like, "I'm in the wrong video game." Fuck. <laughs> uh, you know what? No, 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 no. Sakura doesn't have the best bosses in total. Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation. Maybe I'll play that one day. I don't know. Revolver Ocelot. Um, I've heard of him. Vulcan Raven. Giant and Shaman. Um, Sniper Wolf. Vulcan Raven's the only guy who's like epithet I remember. Um, some great guys in Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation. Classic guys. I'm just staring at my shelf of video games thinking, yeah, Transistor was pretty fucking cool. Transistor was fine. Oh, wait, no. The, uh, I gotta I gotta give props to <laughs> the most Nora thing, maybe. Uh, the final boss of Infamous. The original Infamous. Oh, my God. Do you know the thing about the, the enemy of Infamous? Yes! Okay. <laughs> We've done this like six times. <laughs> it's just really sick because you don't know the the twist until after you fight him but when you fight him he's just using your powers but bigger it's really sick everything he does you can do but yours is just not as strong that's the best kind of boss yeah unfortunately he's really fucking hard because the game automatically and also that boss fight fucking sucks (laughs) the game was like hey you beat that (laughs) tutorial mission really quickly you want to be on hard mode and i was like yeah sure cut to me getting constantly sniped from like 80 yards away by guys with machine guns here's the you you love infamous i know this about you but i just don't think it's that good i love infamous it's the only open world collect-a-thon type like action game that i've platinumed that's fair um that's just a standout boss hashtag boss moment hashtag boss moment okay sure from crystal uh please tell me each Sekiro boss's favorite meal uh well for guardian ape it is banana uh is it banana it's banana are you sure it's not Sekiro (laughs) he doesn't eat you 
Are you sure? Yes! He just kills you dead and then eats banana. Because he's a monkey. <laughs> he eats banana. Okay, okay. I'm looking up a quick list of Sekiro bosses. There are so many. There are so many bosses. I'm looking up bosses that give you a memory. <laughs> Okay, let's just knock this out. Alright. Gyobu Masataka Oniwa. Horse guy. Horse guy. Uh Uh-huh. I think his favorite meal is like just some nice roast meat on the bone. I was going to say, it's got to be something really like protein heavy. Yeah, for sure. I think it's just like the catch of the day, but for Do you think he's eating anime meat? Oh, yes. (laughs) he's got anime meat on the bone in the digital world we eat this every day (laughs) every day god damn dude (laughs) what i would not give lady butterfly (laughs) i like uh i'm gonna i'm gonna level with you nor i'm terrible with these questions lady butterfly i'm gonna say uh like um Like a uh, 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 um. Uh huh. Uh, what's the chicken with the uh, like stuffed chicken dish? What? Um. What? You know the one, <laughs> the stuffed chicken dish. I think that Lady Butterfly likes chicken cordon bleu. All right. That's my answer for that one. Okay. Kenichiro. Uh, like, rations? MREs? <laughs> oh! This, actually, you know what? This has reminded me of the actual best interaction in the game, is when you go meet the Divine Child um, of the Divine Child of Rejuvenating Water, she can give you rice. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Wolf, Wolf will just pour the rice into his mouth uncooked. Yes! <laughs> But later on, you bring it to Kiro, and he's like, you know you can cook that, right? And you're like, what? Why would I do that? And then he's like, okay, hang on, close your eyes, I want to cook something for you. (laughs) Uh, And then he gives you you little sweet rice balls. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's very cute. Is Wolf, like, Big Boss? I don't know what that means because I haven't played any of those games. Well, in MGS3, Big Boss will just pick up a whole animal off the floor and eat him. Uh, yes. Well, there you go. 100% yes. Uh, Genichiro... What do you think? Genichiro's favorite food. You you said rations already. Okay. Folding screen monkeys. Banana. (laughs) Guardian ape. Banana! Headless ape. Uh, what do centipedes eat? Uh, smaller bugs, I think. Alright, well that. Cause, uh, there's no way it's the monkey controlling that part. <laughs> uh, owl. Oh god. It's it's something super expensive and off and just... That guy's an asshole. I think, do you think owl gets down with like a four patty burger? <laughs> <laughs> you think he's like, I need a quadruple, quadruple from in and out. 
<laughs> Give it to me monster style. Give it to me monster style. I want the animal style fries. Ishin, I think, just subsists off of like tea and crackers. Yeah. Probably eats a lot of sushi, I'll be honest with you. Oh, sushi. I didn't thought about sushi at all. I'm always thinking about... Well, not really. Divine Dragon? Probably, like, fish? Yeah, anything he can get his damn hands on. Demon of Hatred? He's not... He doesn't live... He doesn't live near food is the thing. <laughs> maybe he eats those smaller dragons. <laughs> maybe he eats the... Maybe he eats the big carp. Oh, yeah. Uh, he eats those. Demon of Hatred, Blue Takis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. Uh, everything else, other versions of characters we've seen, except for, I guess, Corrupted Monk is on this list. Um, Corrupted Monk does not eat food. Yeah, Corrupted Monk is a fucking ghost. Well, not when you get to the Divine Realm. Then he's a real guy. But still kind of a ghost. Still kind of a ghost, yeah. I just don't think anybody with the centipedes eats food. That's kind of the thing. I guess they don't need to? They don't need to. Well, the centipede needs to eat, right? Not necessarily. It's a mortal. But, hmm. The only way you can kill those centipedes is if you have the mortal blade. They are immortal. Huh. Anyway, Crystal writes in. <laughs> Among the yeah. classic shonen heroes, Goku, Naruto, Luffy, and Bleach, how would, <laughs> Bleach. how would each fare against Wolf in a fight? I think we're neglecting some options here, but we'll go with this for now. Goku versus Wolf. Goku wins instantly. Naruto Easy. versus no Wolf. No contest. Naruto gets owned. <laughs> uh, Luffy. I don't know anything about this guy, except I hate him. Uh, I'm gonna Nasty say gross boy Wolf wins Yeah let's go with that Because I would love to see Luffy dead uh, Bleach What the fuck is that guy's name All he has is a big sword is right it, Fuck that Is guy. it Ichigo Yeah probably He does have a big sword I guess But I guess he I don't think he always has the big sword Let's see Uh, Yeah it's Ichigo Yeah this guy's boring Fuck this guy he can move fast, but so can Wolf. So Wolf moves faster, probably. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna write in a classic shonen hero. Okay. Is it is it the guy it's from Ken, Fist of the Kenshiro. North Star? It, yeah, it's Kenshiro. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, Nora. What do you think? I don't know anything about that well, guy. His gr- oh, you don't know anything. Let me tell you some facts about Kenshiro. No! <laughs> <laughs> You'll do that when I visit you. Well, his grip is unmeasurable. Oh my god. Um, Does he win or not? <laughs> I do think that Kenshiro could beat Wolf. You're probably right. I don't know. I don't see a reason why they would fight. But if they did, no. I think that Kenshiro would... I don't think Kenshiro comes out of that unscathed. But I think I think he's the one standing at the end. All right, fair enough. Um, is that the end of our? That's all the questions. questions. Good haul of questions this time. Keep it up. Yeah, everyone. thank you, everybody. Uh, journaludated at gmail dot com. That's so true. What was that email again? It's journaludated at gmail 
Facebook.com. As we said before, next month we are playing Dead Space. We are also going to be joined by Autumn. By Autumn, because because that's the podcast. After that, I have already forgotten what we're playing. Do you remember? Uh, I think since that one comes out on Halloween, that would put us at. Does that put us at Fallout? Might put us at Fallout. Fallout is December. Right, which would be after November. Uh, yeah, we're doing Fallout New Vegas. Are we really? I thought that I thought we had something yes. else for November, but no, November November technically comes out October thirty one, so it's Halloween. That's why we did Dead Space. Yeah. Regardless. And then we actually have to start thinking about next year. That's so true. I have. <laughs> I have. We don't have anything written down. I mean, I have some stuff that we've like decided that. Um, we could put on a list. Yeah, like I have committed that we're going to play the Super Nintendo Prince of Persia because I wanted. Right, and I said okay. Yeah, because I wanted to. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got to start thinking about what next year's thing. Like we don't. I guess we didn't really have a gimmick this year, except that we did the Dragon Age no. games. <laughs> yeah, we we finished the, this. Bioware's dead. Bioware's dead and fucking gone. Stay dead, Bioware. <laughs> um. So yeah, who knows what will happen in the future? Yep. Maybe we'll play uh, the Bureau XCOM Declassified. And we're probably not going to do that. Probably not, but you never I'm going to keep it real with you. We're probably not doing that. Maybe we'll play Warhammer 40,000 Fire War here for the PlayStation 2. Oh, absolutely two. not. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fucking not. Um, in the meantime, I think this journal pretty updated. It's pretty updated. Or anywhere Just look over your shoulder Guess who'll be standing there Hey, hey, we're the monkeys And people say we monkey around But we're too busy singing To put anybody down Singing, put anybody down.